Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you guys are here. I pray that this blesses you. And for those who are back for another one to my friends and my family, thank you guys so, so much for your love, your support, your consistency. You guys are so appreciated by me because it is definitely helping the podcast. And for those who are double, like double the fam bam, for those who are on the YouTube uh, family, thank you for so much for that as well. Um, I just stumble over my words sometimes because I'm over here grinning, y'all. Like, it's just silly, okay? But I am thankful. Thank you guys so much. Um, so today's word is, why are they helping you? And this is going to be a word that's going to really help our discernment. This is probably going to be a word that's going to bless you to just take your time and look, like pay attention to things that, you know, some of us just don't pay attention to. I'm somebody who was very naive. I was very gullible. And that's, that's the thing. People who are like that, you are a huge target. You are an easy target for the enemy, okay? And the thing is that I've learned about people is they're going to use whoever let them use them. If you are a buffet, okay, people going to take all that they can get unapologetically too. They're not going to care because it's like, well, you're offering it. You didn't make me work for it. You know, this is something that I've learned the hard way. So what this uh, podcast, really my whole entire ministry is just giving you guys insight on things that Holy Spirit shows me during study time. Y'all already know what it is. I just share my plate. So this is what he gave me. I'm going to give it to y'all. I pray that it blesses you. Let me go ahead and jump into prayer. I know I said a mouthful already. Here we go. So, Father, we thank you so much for this time, God. I just thank you for the revelation because it even blessed me, you know. And I pray, Father God, that it will bless every single person who is listening, God, in the name of Jesus, that this will help them in some area in their lives, Father God, for people who are feel like they're constantly confused or constantly getting in the same snare with people, constantly getting um, traumatized. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that you are... Um, Literally, you make a way out of no way. And just with even wisdom, with revelation, is literally you making a way. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. I pray that um, every single person who um, is listening will be blessed. God, that they will hear you and not me. And I humble myself before you and your people, God. And I just, I give you this entire podcast and every other platform that I use, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Just a disclaimer for those who are new. Um, I live by the airport, so you might hear the planes go back and forth. I also have neighbors who, you know, they have a child, so you might hear them. And I think that's probably all the distractions that you might, that the mic um, might pick up. But anyway, so let's jump into this. So why are they helping you guys? So we're going to be reading from Genesis 37, verse 18 through 28. And this is going to be about um, Joseph. For those who are familiar with Joseph's story, just in like bullet points, Joseph was favored by his father. um, And because of his favor, it was just very known like that he was the favor because his dad did 
went out the way for him and gave him special gifts that he didn't give um, his siblings. And so for that, there was a lot of jealousy, envy. You guys know those spirits are tied with murder and hate and all that good stuff. Well, bad stuff, not that good stuff. All that bad stuff. And they um, sold his brother into slavery, you know, to get rid of him kind of thing. And yeah, so what happens is, is when he gets sold, he ends up being blessed. He ends up being like right up under the king of Egypt. I think it's the king of Egypt, but I just know he ends up being super like high in rank, right? Due to what his brothers did to him. So it ends up being a blessing. So we are going to be reading, uh, like I said, uh, verses 18 through 28. It says right here, when Joseph's brother saw him coming, they recognized him in the distance. As he approached, they made plans to kill him. Here comes the dreamer, they said. Come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns, I think. We can tell our father a wild animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what becomes of his dreams, right? Wow, that's ministering to me right there. It's like your enemies don't even want you to fulfill those dreams. They don't want you to be all that God has called you to be. That's like a whole nother word. But verse 21 But when Reuben heard of the scheme, he came to Joseph's rescue. Let's not kill him, he said. Why should we shed any blood? Let's let's just throw him into the empty cistern where in the wilderness. Then he'll die without uh, without our laying a hand on him. Reuben was secretly planning to rescue Joseph and return him to his father. I have a whole word about that too. Uh, I'm probably going to be talking about that uh, next week. So... Right here, 24 says, then they grabbed him and threw him into the cistern. Now the cistern was empty. There was no water in it, okay? Um, Then just as they were sitting down to eat, they looked up and saw a caravan of camels in the distance coming towards them. It was a group of Ishmaelites traders um, taking a load of gum, bomb, and aromic uh, raisin, raisin from Gilead down to Egypt. Okay. Judah said to his brother, what will we gain by killing our brother? We'd have to cover up the crime instead of hurting him. Let's see, uh, let's sell him into the Ishmaelite traders. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agree. So when the Ishmaelites who were Millite Millenite traders came by, Joseph brothers pulled him out of the cistern and sold him for 20 pieces of silver and the traders took him to egypt hold on one second y'all hold on one second um okay sorry y'all god gave me like a whole nother word I have to write that down before I forgot. So, um, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, so remember his brothers, they throw him into the cistern. They throw him like what I see is like this ditch thing or whatever. They throw him in, then they pull him out. Now y'all have to think like, I don't understand. I don't know 
we don't know what Joseph saw, what he thought, or all those things. All we are left is to imagine and to put ourselves into his shoes, which is how I read the Bible so I can understand as much as I can about this, right? So say, for example, if this were you, right, and you find out, find out like the people who you loved, who you trusted, like they, they abandon you, they throw you into this place and all that stuff, and then they come back. I'm sure Joseph was probably thinking like, maybe they changed their mind. Maybe they realized what they were doing was wrong. Maybe they came to their senses. Maybe, maybe they feel bad, you know, but then they sell him into slavery, So God is asking, why are they helping you? This was just crazy to me because I've noticed in a lot of instances, like in friendships or any kind of relationship where I thought that I can trust these people because I was always the type of person who wore her heart on her sleeve. I was very open, very transparent, kind of like how I am in this ministry. God is like, like, um kind of training me on how to be this open person because people need that without being without the vulnerability without being vulnerable without exposing too much right and giving the enemy something to work with if you will so it was like these types of things that God had to train me but before like I said when I was gullible when when I was naive I just always assumed that people were going to treat me the way I treated them. I always assumed that people thought the way that I thought. And so Joseph, if you go back and read, you can see like he was just, just, he seemed loving. He seemed honest. He seemed, you know, caring. Like he, like these are his brothers. He didn't realize he didn't see them as enemies. And that's like a whole nother word for people who are stuck on titles. But this is my mom. This is my dad. This is my husband. This is my wife. This is my auntie. Hey, this is my sibling. You feel like they can't be your enemy. Like those be the ones. Okay. Those be the ones who be coming for your neck uh, before anybody else. Right. But anywho, So because of that, he was really naive, not being concerned with anything, because this is the thing, even before, like when he was talking to them and telling him about his dreams and stuff and the way they scoffed at him and the way they mocked him and the rude things they said about him, it was very telling how they felt about him. But he still felt, I'm still going to go and be around them. I'm still going to do these things. I'm still like not addressing the matter. But what God is saying, right? With these people, God is needing you to pay attention to how they move. Pay attention to how they treat you. God simply told me, you don't trust anyone who hasn't repented or humbled themselves to you. Period. I've made this mistake so many times. Um, Someone would insult me and laugh at me and they never apologized. It, It was just a sweep under the rug or let's roll over it or let's act like this never happened. You know, it'll be this big old thing. And even too, be careful of those fake apologies. I'm sorry you felt that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I did this. But had you, you know, those aren't real apologies, y'all. Let me just say this. God taught me. It doesn't matter what a person does to me. I'm responsible for me. I'm responsible by myself. I'm responsible how I respond to somebody. If somebody sat here and spat in my face, like, it would still be if I were to smack them across their face or, you know, go in, whatever. There, that my response is my responsibility, period. So 
with the with that being said, with people who constantly do this thing with you, they hurt you, then they pull you back up, and then they hurt you again, and then they they pull you back up, they sell you, and then they they tell you to come back. It's all these different things. Really, God is needing you to like ask yourself, like why. Because most of the time, this whole back and forth, these people's hearts are not right. They have not encountered the true love of God. Because I'm going to tell you this, like, and I know I can't compare everybody to myself because we all move differently, right? But when you really have an encounter with God, even if you were to make a mistake and hurt somebody, you still gonna, you're still going to own it. You cannot say that you have the heart of God. You cannot say better yet that you even had an encounter with God and not be able to repent and apologize to somebody. I, 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 I don't believe it. I just don't. Because when you experience God, that love of God is so good. And y'all know what I'm talking about. It's so tender. It is so good that it's, especially when it's somebody doing something just for no reason like like uh like joseph's uh brothers it wasn't a a situation where joseph sat up here and was abusing his brothers and then they did it back that's different that's you being a babe in christ that's you growing and things like that it's still wrong but it's understandable this right here is different the way these people are treating you is different because you're not doing anything other than being you (laughs) you're just being you and they can't stand the favor in your life they can't stand the way you move the way you talk the way you carry yourself they can't stand the the light that shines on you when you walk into a room, they can't stand how people admire you. They can't stand your confidence and your love for yourself. They can't stand it. Better yet, they can't stand the thing that the things that you can't even see about yourself. Y'all ever thought about that? God, show me, breathe. Because I'm like, sometimes I just didn't understand why are these people treating me like that? I'm, I'm nobody. I'm just Brie. I promise you, even to this day, I still think I'm just Brie. Okay. But guys, like they see what you don't even see. The enemy knows who you are before you know who you are. Isn't that crazy? But go like, anyway, back to what I was saying. It's like, that's a different kind of situation. And those are red flags. I mean, huge red flags. Okay. And so God was showing me these type of people. They come back to help you so they can abuse you again. And I can just put myself out there. Don't be that person who constantly get kept getting toyed around with people. I kept let people play people play me because of what I'm thinking that Joseph thought probably went across his mind is oh they probably came to their senses they oh they 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 probably feel bad they, it's just hard for them to say it. I'm gonna forgive them. They gonna keep doing that to you, okay? This is God needing you to know or. If it's not to abuse you, because, you know, people who have an abusive spirit because they've been abused, they get a thrill off abusing other people. Okay, they'll find any reason to hurt you, to make you feel less than, you know, whatever, just abuse. Right. Or they want something from you. There are people who legitimately don't like you, can't stand you, but they keep you around because of what you offer. It doesn't even have to be tangible, y'all, because I'm telling you, I'm giving you guys revelation that God gave me 
in this entire process and me still processing. God was like, Brie, I need you to understand what you carry. And I'm not being on deep about, oh, you carry, you know, the assignments of the Lord and you carry all these things. No, God took me deeper. He said, Brie, if you think about your encounters with every single person you've had, you've made them laugh. They light up. You give insight. You like you take weights off people. Value that. Don't give that to every single person. Because there are people, like I said, that just take and take and take and take. And these people who didn't even like me, didn't even like me. They just wanted to know what I knew. What What is God giving you? You know what I mean? Because this people who are close to me, I give them deeper, you know, I go deeper with them, obviously. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just who I am. And the thing is, these people don't deserve those parts of us. So God is like, okay, so why are they helping you? You literally got to sit and ask yourself that question. And it's so hard when you realize, right? I'm telling y'all it's an unveiling. When God takes that veil off your eyes, when God takes the scale off your eyes, off your ears, and you start to see that thing for what it is, initially, you're not going to want to believe it. Initially, you're going to call that thing the devil. That's the enemy. That's not God because we believe everything of God has to be, you know, super peachy and nice and rainbows and all that stuff. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. A snake is a snake. God said they this, these are wolves dressed in sheep clothing. So they're fake to begin with. It's just, can you see that? Can you recognize what's real and what's not? God is needing you to sit and think about this because all you're doing is traumatizing yourself over and over and over again because you refuse to do the work of discernment. You refuse to test the fruit. You refuse to pray about it because what a lot of us like me, it all for me, it was all rooted in rejection. When you are rejected, you are going to put yourself through so much. You set yourself up for more rejection. It's kind of crazy. It's like any cycle that you are in is just because you haven't dealt with the root. So you may think, oh, I just, I can't be friends with this person anymore. I'm going to find a, a new group of friends and they do the same thing, right? Or you keep forgiving these people and accepting apologies they never even gave you. And it, it I used to go by that phrase of like, I'm going to accept the apology that, that I never got because, you know, it sounded nice and it was healing when really it was me needing to accept that this person was just who they were. I had to accept that I, I dropped the ball by not knowing better. And then it's that forgiving yourself for just simply not knowing any, knowing better. Cause I didn't have anyone telling me what I'm telling you. It took me going through it to, to realize like, dang, this is, this is bad, you know, and I do play a part in this for not doing the work, for not knowing my worth. You know what I mean? For not seeing this thing for what it is. Because, listen, coming from somebody, like, I'm not perfect, but I am very easygoing. I'm very honest. Um, I'm very black and white. And so something about me is I don't like being fake. I'll be cordial. I'll be respectful because I'm a Christian, okay? I'm a child of God. 
but I don't like pretending. I don't like pretending and I don't like being around people where I feel like I have to be like that. You know what I mean? Because that's the culture or, you know, that's the dynamic of how they get down is everybody's fake. I don't like being in environments like that. Right. Why did I say all that, Lord? I think I remember why I said that. I think I don't like being like that, but. I realize that there are people who really go the extra mile. I mean, they deserve Oscars. There are people who can be so fake. I mean, they can make themselves cry. They can really like sell you that role that they're happy for you. I mean, y'all would be so shocked if you haven't already discovered that there are really sick people who can be and commit to somebody that they're really not. And all that is, is this, right? God just showed me that that is like a super deep, deep level of rejection, of pain, of a lot of unresolved issues and an identity issue. Like to to be willing and committed to be somebody that you're not. It is, it, listen, it is crazy and it blew my mind because I've I've trust I've been fake come on I've been fake I've I've done stuff like that I've never liked it I don't know how people sleep because I literally couldn't sleep I was never someone who can just screw you over and then go to sleep like it's nothing yeesh I'll do it you know because of yeah the selfishness in me the flesh part of me the brokenness in me I'll do it but I've never been a person who was satisfied. Like, and I mean, there are people who do this and they don't blink twice. Like, I mean, that's scary. But it's like, these people have so much pain. Y'all have to be careful and look at the fruit. Don't be so caught up with what people are saying to you. I can say whatever I want to you. I literally could. Anybody can. Y'all have to think. This is a guy showed me. He showed me scripts to a movie. Y'all ever watch a movie and you're like, wow, the movie or the series or whatever, it seems so real. That is the point. <laughs> the point is for you to believe it. Because whenever there's some acting, you know it's terrible acting when you know they're acting. You sh- we should never know that the- somebody's acting. We should fall in love with the character. We should fall in love with, with the story. Okay. but So this is how these people are. And you need to just see it as that. That these people are actors. They just know how to be fake really well. But how 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 can I tell, Bree? Like, how can I tell? Because I'm telling you, y'all. Like, for me, it was like God kept taking taking me deeper into understanding the deception of the enemy. And it's not that I got it down to 100%. I don't know, because you know, when you walk with God, he gives you revelation that goes deeper and deeper and deeper. But things that I've caught on to, something that never, ever, ever, ever fails you in his scripture is their fruit. People can say things all day long, but watch what they do. Watch what they do. 
watch what they do. I've known so many people who are able to quote, quote scriptures and they give all these amazing lines and all this stuff, like revelations and stuff like that. But guess what, y'all? It was copy and paste because these people can never tell me a word, like a legit word that they got from God. Never. Never. They they can it don't matter if they sit there with their Bible open. <laughs> it don't even matter. Look, me. Yo girl, my my Bible looks like a coloring book. Y'all know that doesn't mean anything, right? Watch what I do. Not what I say. Watch what I do. And I'm so I'm talking to you guys on a, on a personal level. I mean, for me, for some of you guys, you might have the discernment too, like I have where you can even hear. I can hear something. Like not obviously, I'm not I'm not a psychic or nothing crazy. All I get is the revelation God gives me. All right? That's all I get. So if God is showing me or you know, I can hear cuz sometimes God will increase my hearing. And I can hear in the spirit what someone is saying. I can hear what they're not saying, rather, right? So some of you guys might even have that. Don't run from that. That You're not crazy. You're gifted. You are not tripping. God is telling you what's up. And I'm telling you, it's, it's better for you to take that to the Lord, whatever little like, mm, something not right that thing you can't put your finger on it like you have to take that to god right because some of y'all are probably dealing with people with that high level witchcraft and it's really hard to tell because it sound it sounds so good and they carry themselves so well remember these are actors and they are committed the devil is committed to convince you that he is trustworthy he is committed to get you to believe what he's telling you but for those who, you know, maybe it's not that deep. It's just obvious in how they treat you because they keep insulting you over and over and over and over. And look out for the people, too, because I've had people who've apologized for insulting me and then they turn around and do it again. Or I've had the people or, you know, the type of people who they will only apologize if I apologize, too. <laughs> That's the red flags. Red flags. Okay, so God is saying, look, don't trust these people if they haven't repented or humbled themselves, okay? Mm. Yeah, so my last note says here, so like I said, it's us. We have to test the spirit, right? Um, When I hear that, I've, I've never actually looked up how to test the spirit, you know? Um, for me, testing the spirit is just examining the fruit. Like I've learned not to get so quick by or move. And this is for those who are prophetic. So you're very sensitive, right? So you get you can get moved by words. That's me. Words are powerful to me. Word, oh my gosh, words are powerful to me. I've been like that since I was a little girl. So if people were to say something really hurtful, I mean, it would hurt. And if people were to say things that are super loving and made me feel all great, it was like, oh, I'm ready to be committed to you for the rest of my life. Like best friend, you are my best friend because you said that my hair was bomb. We best friends because that right there, that made me feel good. Okay, any dude, man, Brie, you, you beautiful, like your body girl, like, oh, okay, 
you you qualify as hubby. You got to be because there's no way. I mean, obviously, that's probably tied with abandonment issues and low self-esteem and rejection and all that other stuff. But it's for me, I'm understanding my wiring. I understand that I am prophetic. And so I'm sensitive to those types of things because I know that I have to guard myself, too, because the thing is, it's not just me who knows that the enemy knows that, too. So that's what y'all have to look out for. The enemy is not going to come and try to snare you with something that he knows that that doesn't work for you. Right. Um, I can't think of something like. Okay, the only thing I can think of is peanut butter, because I don't like peanut butter at all, like at all. The enemy is not going to try to lure me by baking me a peanut butter cake, peanut butter cookies, peanut butter sandwiches like it wouldn't work. So y'all have to think of like how the enemy works. So I know words really, you know, are a thing for me. So how I do is this. Okay, you're saying all the right things. I have to pay attention to how you move and then don't rush it because people will be committed as long as they got to be. And that's what I said when God was showing me that the enemy goes deeper and deeper. I have to start paying attention to even because look, that mask is always going to slip. Remember, I think I gave a, um, an example with Hunger Games, right? Remember, they were in this dome thingy and uh, I forgot her name. I think it was Hunger Game 2, but she shot the thing. I, this is a spoiler alert, just so you know. If you haven't seen Hunger Games 2, I'm about to mess it up. So you might just want to end it here. But she shoots the thing, right? Uh, the arrow into the sky and it hits the... Um, the dome and then it glitches okay because there's always a flaw in the system only what is of god is like perfected right you don't have to worry about someone who let me just say this right like i truly believe that i am a woman of god right i have god's heart my intent is never to hurt people like i'm always about people winning just the goodness right I'm not perfect though, right? Because if somebody really rubs me the wrong way, I have to think about whether I want to get in my flesh or not. That's different than someone who's actively, actively operating in um, demonic spirits. Like that's different. So I just, so God wants you to be able to tell the difference. So for me, it's like, I look like, okay, you can say all the right things all day long. But I'm going to pay attention to how you're using those words, why you're using those words. And that takes a little more like thinking. That's a little harder to deceive someone because, you know, you're over here flattering me, but then you're gossiping about somebody else. You over here praising God and then you're also praising yourself. You know, is me really listening. Just listen. Don't be so quick to jump. I'm telling y'all, Holy Spirit never lies to you. Holy Spirit never lies. I think it's Jeremiah 33, 3, where it talk, where God says he'll show you like hidden things, like things that are in secret. So he's going to show you that person's heart, what's really in there. Because God doesn't want you to be deceived. God doesn't want you to be hurt. God doesn't want you to be traumatized. So we really have to think about why are they helping me? Why are you being so nice? And don't be paranoid. That's something I learned too because I was like, dang, I can't trust nobody. I used to freak out. And God's like, you don't ever have to freak out when you know I'm with you. 
Oh, thank you, Lord. And God told me, he said, Brie, I'm going to always show you what's up. Like, God's like, you don't ever have to rely on your... And this is where I messed up because I had a mentor who didn't teach me this, right? She taught me how to look and discern everything through my flesh. So the balance is like, okay, I noticed something, but I don't know because that could have just been them being human or it was exposure. I don't know. So I don't take anything for what it is as soon as I see it, as soon as I hear it. Oh, there it is. There it is. I don't do that. I just, now I don't, I should say. Now I see, I notice something. I say, hmm, I'll make a mental note. I'll go back in prayer. I say, God, this is what it is. Like, can you show me what it is? Like, was that you? Was it not you? Like, just let me know. And sometimes God doesn't answer me right away. Sometimes it's like three days later. Sometimes, like mostly um, to answer a prayer about someone's heart, it's like, Cause lately it was like three days, three days uh, ago. Like I'm thinking of the most recent um, prayer he answered. It it took about three days, right? One time he took about a week. You know, it's just however he wants to answer, and I just keep it's like pending. I don't know what to think or how to feel about this person yet. Like I'm not bringing them in and I'm not pushing them out. It's just you gonna sit right there until God gives me the green light. You know what I mean? And so that's what it is. There's sometimes it could be right then and there because God will show you something over and over and over again. I've had that too. So I just say it's so important that you know God's voice and just keep an open um, mind to God of like letting God show you what it is. And I guess I should double back and say this. Before you even go into discerning, it's so important that you you're developing a relationship with God. You're having that quiet time with God and that um, you're healing. Because then I feel like if we're broken, it's going to be really hard to hear God. And I think that's why God had me go, I mean, I'm spilling off. God had me go a certain route because he's like, he needed me to heal first. And it was like a weird situation because God was healing me and then breaking me at the same time but when God breaks you it's not like people it's not like man it's not like the enemy right where he breaks you to destroy you God was breaking me to like humble me God was breaking off of me everything that wasn't him like the hardness right the just all the other stuff that I didn't need the pride yeah that there it is pride so it was all that and just being open to you, what you're thinking could be off. So I don't just rely on that. It's like, God, I just need you to confirm it. And he does. So, I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. But y'all just pay attention um, to keep it black and white. Ask God, why are they helping you? Why are they helping you? Um Man, so I'm going to just pray because I just don't want, I want to make sure no one's doing anything in their own strength. And then also don't do anything just because Bree said it. Always be led by God. Always be led by God because I could be misleading you right now. Okay? Just because it sounds right doesn't mean it is right. Just because it makes sense doesn't mean this is what God, what's truth. 
Okay, so Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray over every single person who is listening. God, I pray for increased discernment. But with the discernment, I pray for instruction and insight. God, I pray that they will hear your voice clearly. God, I pray that you help them um, to walk through, if need be, to walk through whatever process they need, Father God, so that they can hear you and remove the influence of the world, um, the influence of pain or anything, God, that can take away and pervert the truth, Lord. In the name of Jesus, God, um, I know this is a, a word that is sent from you, but God, my concern is your people. And I just pray that you keep them, that you guide them, that it will make sense to them, God, that you will, um, first off, this be confirmation, but God, that you even show them deeper revelations, deeper than what I even know, God. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen and amen. Because you guys, we all have our own relationship with God. Okay, and how he shows you something might be different than me. Okay, so please, I just have to say this disclaimer do not ever take anything that I say or anyone and run with it. Okay, if it's not already confirmation from something God has already shown you, then I think that you should definitely just pause before you make any moves, before you make any decisions, because we should never move based on our emotions because that's flesh. That's not God. That's flesh. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's all you. And we never want to do that. I've learned that the hard way, um, like I said. And so I just don't want people to do that because it's easy. It's so easy. And I'm telling you, I've traumatized myself from doing that over and over and over again. It's just I'm just being led by my emotions when the enemy was over here playing me the whole time. Right. So it's just a balance with God. There's always this balance. Okay. So that's all I got for you guys. I love y'all so much. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.